Welcome to Rewrite the Mother Code, the show where we can explore our inner mothers to actualize our greatest selves. Through interviews with incredible guests, live coaching sessions, and my own experiences, we're going to dive deep into embracing feminine values and reparenting ourselves. So be prepared to show up, hold space, and be mothered in a way that you never have before, but have always needed. It's time to rewrite the mother code. Hello, and welcome to the 100th episode of Rewrite the Mother Code. We are going to officially call it season four. I am shifting back to the original name of the podcast, Rewrite the Mother Code, with me, Dr. Gertrude Lyons. I love the time with the name Mother, and I still want to hold that, encompass it, because it really underlines the impact of us holding ourselves all as mothers and mother the most important person we need to mother is ourselves so we're not going to lose that we're just going to kind of go back to the origin back to the roots and as many of you know i'm writing a book and it will have rewrite the mother code in there so for all those good reasons but the really big thing is it's a 100th episode who would have thought not me. I can tell you that when I started on this journey, I thought I'd give it a try. It was suggested by the agency I was working with, Simply B, and it was a great suggestion. I was super nervous about it. I couldn't imagine getting on every week either, you know, with myself or with guests and talking, right? Like this has been such a huge journey for me to put my voice out there. And it's something that I think is such a beautiful aspect of, well, so many mediums, but I think podcasting really lends itself to that because you have this big space and you're putting yourself out into the world and not really knowing how it's being received. It's kind of a one-way situation and that's vulnerable, but also super cool. So want to kind of get that out there and lay that on the table. Also, today when I'm recording this, because as you know, the, the episodes are not live, they get recorded ahead of time and worked with a little bit before they come to you. So I'm actually recording this on the summer solstice. So literally the actual summer solstice was about an hour and a half ago here in central time. And I feel very grateful and intend to feel empowered by the uh, energy and space of a summer solstice, you know, this longest day of the year as far as light. So what are we bringing to light? What is my intention in the summer season to fulfill, right? Like how am I doing planting the seeds, tending to the seeds that I planted in the spring? How am I doing watering my garden, weeding my garden, nourishing, you know, those seeds that I planted. And by seeds, you know, I mean, are what goals, visions, hopes, dreams did I come into this new year with, you know, at the beginning of the year, you may have been still just dreaming about how you wanted the year, or you may have set some specific goals and visions, but then spring really holding that we're 
planting those seeds, kind of committing. It's like a next level of committing to what we're doing. And for me, that was really committing to writing my book and planting the seed that I now have a publisher, Rise Publishing and Rise Books, which I'm so excited about. So that seed is is getting well tended to, and I'm really excited about that. But I want to be with us today. So I want to just presence the energy that I'm with right now, and hopefully this will come through as you listen to this episode. But just that excitement and, you know, if you just even think of summer and outdoors and light and I don't know, there's, you know, the the kind of out and about that's different in other seasons. You know, we're, we're really visible in the summer. That could mean anything from the clothes we're wearing or maybe more visible. And I'm talking from where I sit right now in the Northern Hemisphere, in North America and the North of North America and Chicago, where summer is, you know, when we can peel our coats off and and feel the sun on our skin, feel the wind on our skin and not be quite so covered up. I had just a beautiful experience yesterday morning, which was to do yoga in the morning outside of my yard. I mean, that may not sound like a big deal, but in the city of Chicago, having one, a space that I could do that and to a um, such a beautiful day to do that and also getting over myself about you know what it would take to get set up out there and all that. So really got to enjoy the beauty of the season as I was with myself and in my yoga practice. So I kind of want to set that stage a little bit and have you experience and kind of be with where I am in this moment. But when you're listening to this episode, it will be July 4th. And I we got my team and myself got super excited thinking about that the kickoff of this new season. You'll see a new cover, you know, a little bit of new branding for the podcast and, you know, shifting back to the title rewrite the mother code happens on July 4th. Should we publish on July 4th? It's a holiday. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's uh, you know, have it out there. You may or may not listen to it on July 4th, but I wanted it intend for it to be placed on that day. And that's what I want to spend a little bit more time talking about, which is for us in the United States, 4th of July is Independence Day. It's when we became independent, you know, the declared date of independence from England, right? So it's that, it's celebrating our country and its independence. And, you know, wherever you sit, I I think I want to take it uh, not so much into that space. And because gosh, there's certainly plenty of things we could say about where we are right now with the Declaration of Independence and how well we're adhering to it and how well we're integrating it into our day-to-day and how well are our leaders being guided by it and and following it. And so, you know, <laughs> we have a, a ways to go to feel like and I would love to sit in a room with our founding fathers and and have them give their thoughts and opinion on where we're at at this moment because they risked their lives. I mean, they risked their lives. Their lives were online to move forward and do what had to get done to break free 
And I think that I want to take to us more personally, you know, and have us look at what does freedom mean to you? What can we look at from just a personal responsibility level? And what is it that we may ourselves need to free ourselves from? And what's in our power to provide freedom for ourselves? And to me, I go right to, okay, what are habits I have that would be better for me to be free of? What are mistaken beliefs do I have that I feel are more in authority than I am? And even though they're my beliefs and my behaviors, I somehow can manage to still feel victimized by them or feel like somebody's doing something to me. And I want us to kind of be with and think about that. And if you're listening to this on the day, you know, of 4th of July, that you can be thoughtful about what does this day mean to you and what do you want it to mean to you? And all of it comes back to what have we been wired with that we maybe need to free ourselves from. So, you know, I always like to explore these topics before I hop on and I decided to do a Google search on spiritual. What is the meaning of spiritual independence? And, you know, whether you're looking at spiritual independence, personal independence, a nation's independence, I think there's some core factors, right? And it can mean things like in any of those aspects, free from outside control, not dependent on another's authority, self-governing, not dependent on another for subsistence, freestanding, I think those aspects, you know, and what does independence just on its own and kind of by itself mean, and there may be nuances or, you know, other aspects of it that I'm not listing there, but I I think that covers a lot of it, right? And isn't that what we aspire to? Shouldn't, isn't it okay to aspire to this kind of independence? Because some will say, oh, well, that sounds like authoritarian. Well, no, it's not because in a democratic or a healthy independence thinking, what I want us to be with is, are we critically thinking about ourselves, the issues? Are we, or are we dependent on someone else's thought? Are we dependent on an authority to just tell us what to do? And that leaves us mindless and not thinking for ourselves because democracy doesn't mean that we all agree with each other. It just means everyone has a say. And, you know, ultimately what should happen in democracy is the the bulk of the people that, you know, want a certain thing to go a certain way, it's going to go that way because that's what most people want. But I went back to that, but then let's bring it back to ourselves, right? Like, am I within myself self-governing? How am I free from outside, not just authority, but outside perceptions, outside opinions, outside what do other people think of me? And then that's how I'll govern myself or that's how I'll think about myself. You know, what are the standards that I have for myself so I can assess myself? I can govern my path and assess how am I doing against my own beliefs, my own behaviors, you know, free from outside control. And that almost sounds like we still are looking at responsibility in that, right? 
I know I've been in situations where situations I've chosen to be in that I feel like I don't have any control. And I might look back on it and feel like, wow, I really gave up a lot of control. I gave up a lot of my independent thinking. You know, that was very true for me in my upbringing, you know, in a job I was part of for, you know, a long time and different phases of my career and in relationships, I have would have a tendency toward dependence. And then, you know, I'd feel controlled and then I'd get mad. That doesn't work so well, right? So until I start just turning the mirror onto myself, tuning into myself, you know, this whole journey of self-awareness, mindfulness, awareness of self is what gives us the freedom to self-govern to have independence. You know, in family systems and some of the paradigms, we talk about individuation. And that means breaking free from, you know, family dynamics or family wiring that we had and really standing on our own, being ourselves so that we can be part of something. So I think sometimes it could get independence can get confused with aloneness, right? And those aren't the same thing. Being alone is a choice, but sometimes we have to step away from a group or step away from our family of origin so that we can break free of roles that we had in those situations, break free of just rules, myths, beliefs that govern, you know, those arenas and have a some distance on them, you know, being able to look at them with fresh eyes and aware of where I would sit in those, what, what was my place in those systems. Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self-Mothering Retreat that's happening this March, 2024. And I would love for you not only to consider it, but to attend. But in considering it, hey, just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather, if that's the space that you're in, and coming down to just magnificently beautiful, warm, nourishing place of Zihuatanejo, Mexico. Zihuatanejo meaning land of the goddess women. And coming to really take time for yourself. Okay, and that I am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish. It's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go. It's a five and a half day retreat, getting from where you are, getting there, landing there, and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it. And we go deeper and deeper as the days go on and we release, we let go, we bring in what is nourishing, what is empowering, what is that space of just really divine feminine energy. And we do it in the community of women. It's not for everyone. I will be honest, you know, if the idea of leaving and not making it work or it's just too hard, not for you. If the idea of, you know, spending that amount of time 
inwardly focused and going to that level of self-awareness doesn't sound like something you're willing to do or put the time and energy into, then it's not for you. And it's good to know that, right? So this is for people who are serious about what it means to mother themselves, what it means to take time for ourselves and that gift and what that gift can bring to us. It was originally right after my fall retreat, it filled right up. But now some people, it turns out, are not able to come. So I do have a handful of openings. And if you're listening to this and you're willing to take that step, please reach out to me. We can do a discovery call or you can put a deposit down. I would love that. And you can do that by going to my website, www.drgertrudelyons.com. Go to events and there you go. It'll all be there. There's a beautiful page there for you to explore. I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat. So by stepping back, I can then gain more, more of my core self, more of, you know, really discovering what, what makes me happy, what, what drives me, you know, where do I feel the most pleasure in my life? How do I structure my day for the most flow? You know, how do I want my self-care routines, you know, regimens to be? By doing that and really getting clear on what's my way, what's, you know, my quality of life so that I can then be part of a group, even my family, right? When I'm clear on that, I can be then in that system and a part of it, but not at the effect of it. And I think that's such a big part when we think about independence, but this lens I'm looking at is individuation, you know, and so... I'm throwing a lot out there, just wanting to give us different ways to think about independence. And because I think sometimes, especially when it's a holiday and, you know, really all we think about or want to think about is time off from work or Fourth of July fireworks and sparklers and hot dogs. And all those are a lovely part of a ritual for a holiday. But when we can take moments to to do a little self-exploration and have conversations that are about that. What is, ask others, what does independence mean to you? What does it bring up for you? What has it been like for your life, right? So I want to name that, you know, and then there's aspects that we can think about when we think about, and I was naming where I can be dependent versus independent. And that's been a lot of my work because there's different kinds of dependencies, right? There's dependence, there's codependence when we're so wrapped up in somebody else that we lose ourselves. So I think that's another aspect to bring up. And it's healthy to move through these different kinds of dependencies. It's not like we're never going to have that. As children, we are dependent upon our caregivers, right? That's it's natural, it's normal, right? But in then in a codependency, you know, the relationship is out of balance where one person enables another person's addictions, mental illness, immaturity. And among the core characteristics of codependency is an excessive reliance on other people for approval and self-identity. So another term that gets used in that arena is external locus of control. But I like focusing today on the codependency of that, where we 
again, aren't, you know, the captain of our ship, we're being guided by somebody else's thoughts and opinions and how and what would it look like to break free of that and really be the driver, right? And really be the one who's in charge and be in relationship. Like the best thing, one of the healthiest ways to be in relationship is to be independent, right? And for each in a pair, in a twosome, if we're looking at that relationship, family that that everybody has their sense of themselves, their independence. Someone that I think is just great on relationships, uh, David Schnarch, he talks about this and talks about having this sense of self-validated intimacy. So, you know, again, back to the self, self-validated, being independent intimacy so that I may say something to my partner could be very loving things and, or just sharing myself without feeling like I have to have reciprocity that, that, that means that, well, if I'm going to give of myself in this vulnerable, but you have to give back that, no, I can just stand in that thought, be in and be independent in that thought. And then it's icing on the cake. If you know, the, my partner responds positively or, but however they respond, I'm with myself. And I know we keep coming to that, but I don't think I can say it enough, right? That we're all, you know, free to be ourselves, that we're free to choose, you know, that the partner that we have and, you know, be in relationship in a way that works for us. And if there's unhealthy aspects of it, that's, you know, the the biggest thing there is raising awareness. So if anything I'm saying, you know, right now, kind of evokes like, oh, what she said about codependence. Yeah, I can I can relate to that. Or, you know, I just lose myself in a group or I rely too much on external authority for my thoughts. We're so much that I, you know, that I want to make sure people get is the win is awareness, right? Then I have more choice. Then I can choose. Well, I might just kind of decide to stay in this place. And then I can ask, what am I missing out on? by not expanding out and and being more independent, you know, more individuated. What am I missing? What I may choose, you know, to just stay here, but oh, you know, there's a sense of myself that I may be missing. And before I started this episode, I, one of my rituals as I begin episodes or prior to speaking engagements, anything like that, I I like surrounding myself with guidance. I look up things, you know, a research and then I have a lot of Oracle guidebooks because I just think I just think we could can and when we're self-aware and independent, we can listen to a lot of voices and just hear what are ways or aspects. And I loved that I drew from this The Divine Feminine by Megan Watterson, the Divine Feminine Oracle Guidebook, and really beautiful, beautiful work. So I want to give a shout out for that. And the card that I pulled was Saraswati, the goddess of self-knowledge. And it just fits so much with what we're, what I wanted to and what we are talking about today. It says, the essence of who I am flows effortlessly into everything I create. So I, I think I want to leave us with something to think about in this regard. So what if, if today you could take a moment and look at what is one word to describe the essence of my true self? And wow, that's kind of a big, like, you know, one word for that. And then 
you can set this intention with that word. The essence of who I am flows effortlessly into everything I create. And I'm going to be thinking about that. And and then come the actual day of 4th of July and independence, what is the one word that I'm going to choose in that moment? Because there's many words I would choose to describe myself. But what in this moment and what on that day do I want to choose as the essence of my true self? So I would love to hear what you come up with in that regard and some of your your essences and your true self and just any way that that thinking about, you know, this holiday, Independence Day has what it's evoked for you. How did you celebrate it? It's also time to just celebrate what have I up to this point? We're midway through the year at July 4th. What have I freed myself from or what am I enjoying? And even to acknowledge what freedoms in my life am I enjoying? You know, we have a lot of freedoms in the US that I think a lot of us take for granted. So even taking some time today to take stock your freedoms. And I have felt so much of that this year. I'm just thrilled at how the first half of this year has gone. And there have definitely been ups and downs. There have been some real pain points and just some real highs uh, as far as just things coming together and beautiful, beautiful, beautiful things that I'm super grateful for that are going to carry me into the second half of the year. And so just a little time, it can be anywhere from a few minutes, a conversation with others, or a full meditation on how you want to choose your Independence Day and all the things that we talked about. And I would love, love, love to hear for it because I would love for you to visit my website and sign up for my newsletter so you can find out all the things that are going on with Rewrite the Mother Code as they happen. And I, in the moment, am also just so excited, so, so excited about my upcoming fall retreat that I would love for you to choose because talking about this freedom and this independence, it relates to it because we want to be, sometimes we need to be free from our ruts and routines and free from our day-to-day to find our flow, to reconnect with ourselves, to reunite with that that gives us true pleasure and listen to messages and form you know new ideas new ways of being and concepts and also practice the muscles of claiming our self claiming our independence living with that true essence of who we are so i invite you and i invite you all of that is on my website drgertrudelyons.com i'm talking about it on my instagram so please find me and share with everyone because I'm freeing myself from shyness that I would love lots of people to know about what I'm doing and what Rewrite the Mother Code is all about. So blessings, blessings on your day, blessings on this celebration and the celebration of you. Thank you so much for choosing yourself and taking the time to listen to this podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to rewrite the mother code. It helps other people who need this message, aka all women, well, actually everybody, men included, to find it. I'm honored to have you on this journey in mothering yourself. Remember, change is uncomfortable, but it's beautiful and it starts with us. And if you can't wait until next week's episode, follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn at 
Dr. Gertrude Lyons or at my website, drgertrudelyons.com and sign up for my newsletter. I'll see you next time. 